I am pumped to be collaborating with Rotoballer for the 2021 baseball season. My Draft Champions podcast will be joining the Rotoballer radio podcast network. For a while now, Rotoballer has been grinding away, providing millions of fantasy baseball fanatics their fix for in-depth MLB analysis, tools, and player news. The site and the team is bigger and better than ever, with articles, tools, and podcasts for everyone, including contributions from me. If you haven't heard, Rotoballer's 2021 MLB Draft Kit is live, and all Draft Champions listeners can get 10% off Rotoballer's Draft Kit by using the discount code CHAMPIONS. Rotoballer is home to number one fantasy pros, accuracy rankers, Nick Mariano and Ariel Cohen. Both Nick and Ariel's 2021 rankings and projections are available as part of Rotoballer Premium Draft Kit. Along with printable cheat sheets, our top draft sleepers, more than 300 player outlooks, and tons of great draft tools and in-season tools. All of this premium fantasy baseball goodness from Rotoballer is available for 10% off with the discount code CHAMPIONS. Just go to rotoballer.com backslash radio, get your premium pass today, and win big in 2021. Welcome to the Draft Champions Podcast. I'm here today with my shrimp boat captain, and we got Simon Dice. Can you can you do that intro for me? Simon Dice. I fucking love it. It's awesome. It's awesome. Great to have you here. Simon, um, Simon's in my TGFBI league. Shout out to TGFBI. And uh, we're in a league that was uh, quite a competitive league. I found it to be quite a quite a fun and challenging draft to be in. I think yeah, Simon did a he had a he had a he had a great draft. And we're going to get into that um, a little bit later, but we're going to talk about some other stuff. But first of all, it's like I've I've seen some of your YouTube stuff, and if you don't follow Simon, you should follow him. It's Hanron Baseball. Yeah, Hanron Baseball. Uh, my I saw my uncle say when you know when uh, Jose Arribe. It's a home run. You see that home run? It's a home ah, run baseball. Ah, I never my knew that. Tribute to my uncles, my deals. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Maybe I thought it was like some sort of like an honor thing, but I didn't know that. That's yeah. uh, that made that makes that's even cooler. That's awesome. So yeah, yeah. give 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 home run baseball uh, <laughs> a follow and give shrimp boat captain a follow. How are you guys doing tonight? Not bad, not bad. Doing good. Thanks, Zach. I mean, excited to be on the show. I'm excited to have you on the show. I think you're doing great stuff. Like I told you, I think you're, I think you're, um, I think you're going to be an up and comer in the fantasy baseball um, community. I think you're, I think um, 
once people start to start to realize who you are, they're going to, they're going to love your personality. They're going to love how, like that you love that you know so much about baseball, because I know you do. And um, you watch, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to be, you're going to be a rising star. Like, um, like Tony Gonsolin, maybe not, Dustin, yeah. hopefully Tony Gonsolin and not, not Dustin May. I know you like Dustin. <laughs> cool. Um, Thank you, man. No problem. So Graham, anything to say tonight? Oh, it's a, it's sweet to be here again. Sweet. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you guys about your TGFBI teams. Sweet. Yeah. Maybe. Um, no, you can into... follow me at uh, shrimp boat CAPN. Yeah. Nice. Dude, you should do that too. Um, so you're, why, why weren't you in the TGFBI? I guess I don't create content. Uh, you got to get on that. I create content now. Damn, damn straight. <laughs> yeah. So let's go. I don't know. Maybe I guess I probably could have got into it. I just didn't. Yeah. Like, um, it's, I don't know. It's like people are getting in, like Justin Mason's wife got in. Yeah, but I'm not Justin Mason's wife. Well, get on that. (laughs) (laughs) You can, you can draft her though. I've been, I've been cracking up. I think, was that you who was sharing that last night? You can draft John L and you can draft Danielle Salinger. Yeah, I was, I I was in an auction at DC auction last night, which is uh, the auction, the first 23 rounds. And then we snake draft the 20, uh, the the last 27. We're in the, we're in a slow snake draft for the final 27 rounds, but somebody left the draft and got autoed and they got autoed uh, Justin Mason's wife as catcher <laughs> as their c2 so they got sam huff and danielle that's not Salinger. bad as a c2 yeah it's better than the c1 but their c1 also <laughs> isn't playing uh huff on the range which oh. is probably going to be starting the minors and they got big johnny stud as the their eighth pitcher not even their ninth uh pitcher oh. so hopefully johnny stud has got some maybe he's got some maybe he's got a new picks mix, uh, pitch mix or something like that hopefully this year i don't know i'll have to talk to him and see if i can get some inside information on that but um yeah um that that auction was kind of crazy, actually. I'm pulling. I'll pull up the board and just some like just there's there's some movement going on um, lately. Um, I was in another auction and you got my uh, you got um you got Adele and um, Bobby Witt Jr. going in the in uh, in the in the initial rounds in the first 23 rounds. Bobby Witt in these draft champions leagues, you can't wait on him anymore, man. He is going off the boards. He's wow. going he's going off the boards before Joe Adele. It's it's nuts, man. I got to give a shout out to uh, Kevin Hastings, who I have uh, had, had on the show. He won the TGFBI last year. He was the overall champion and he was touting Bobby Witt. He's in, he was grabbing him in all of the early DCs in round 50. And, um, and I'm like, nah, he's not going to, he's not going to be up no chance. And we were talking about this the other day and um, in our group chat and I'm like, nah, no chance. And now I'm, you know what, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be, uh, you gotta adapt quickly in fantasy and the market changes quickly. And I think that, Man, I think Bobby Witt's going to be up sometime this year. What do you guys think? Yeah, he's smashing the baseball. Yeah, I think he's up for sure. Graham, what do you think? I think he's in the right organization to get it. Uh, Cleveland, or not Cleveland, Kansas City strike me as the type of people who would do something like that. Like, I mean, they paid, they paid a lot of their employees last year during the uh, the pandemic. So I could see them doing something progressive like that. Yeah, they're, I, still, they're starting Adalberto Mondesi at shortstop, so they can do anything, right? <laughs> if, if they're that crazy, they're batting that oh, guy wow. third. <laughs> well, I mean, like, who do they have at second base if Whit plays the outfield? Like, if it, I don't think you, like you can look at somebody with a straight face and say like Nicky Lopez is blocking him. <laughs> oh, that's you know ridiculous! I mean? 
Like, I, um, I think it's obvious. Like, if, if Bobby Witt right now is, like, 10 times better than Nicky Lopez, like, right, like, automatically, easily. Well, as, as we were talking about before the show started, like, I was watching that game last night, and, like, the first his first at-bat, like, he drew a hell of a walk off Urias, and then somehow got to second base, I can't remember, and then scored from second on an error. Did he steal second? He might have stole second. I and then know. next at-bat, he, he comes up and just fucking hit a tank like and it, it made that sweet sweet pop noise like i don't yeah. know i could see him i could see him up but it's so unprecedented like the guy hasn't even played like i don't think he's played professionally yet has he I mean, uh, these kids coming up quickly juan soto tatis everyone's time for bobby wood jr yeah, the guy that I thought he was going to do it last year was Jose Garcia on the Reds, and that didn't steer me in the right direction. <laughs> but I thought he was going to move quickly like Soto. But Witt, man, man, I think he, I think he might have played in rookie ball or, or low A last year. I think he does have some. Um, I don't know if you can check that, but I, I, th- I thought I thought he did have some sort of um, experience, some professional experience. But um, yeah, man, like there's some players, the players rising up boards, man. Like I did an auction. That auction was kind of crazy. It wasn't really a representative auction, but I saw. Nick Senzel went for $9, whereas like um, Ian Happ and um, Dylan Carlson went for even less than that. And by the way, Bobby Wood did have, uh, he does have experience in rookie ball. He had uh, played 37 games, had 180 plate appearances and only one home run. So he's already, um, he's growing into that power. Um, and um, Fangraphs has him for a 25 game power and 60 raw power. So they're kind of right there because like they got, he's got, they, they see his potential to have, oh no, sorry, never mind. That's game. Yeah, game power is 25-60, raw power is 60-65. So yeah, he's um, they projected him to eventually be a be a, a stud. So yeah, Sen- Senzel, man, like he's he's uh, he's rising up boards, uh, and it looks like with Shogo's injury, him and Winker might have have full time playing time. And they're also talking about Suarez going to shortstop. What do you guys th- what do you guys think about that? And then you got Jonathan India. So you got all these you got. You got maybe maybe we need to curb our enthusiasm with all these young guys. What are your thoughts, Simone? Simone, uh, I'll keep Suarez at third base. Uh, who else they got there? They got Farmer. They also got D. Gordon Strange, whatever his name is now. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of Jesse Winker. I think he he's a good hitter. So um, I didn't know they had too many outfielders there with Shogo, but I think Jesse Winker is going to get a lot of playing time there in the outfield. He, uh, he was, you know, big bounce back guy last year. And, and when I'm in fantasy, I like these bounce guy type of uh, players too. So. Hey, um, I was kind of looking, I was looking to draft him in TGFBI. What happened? I drafted him. Yeah. Jesse Winker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you I'm did. Big, yeah. I wanted him. Yeah. I, I like him as like, you know, as a fifth outfielder. Um, I, 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 every time I watch this guy, he's like a professional hitter. He just slaps the ball everywhere play some nice park Cincinnati I think he's good for 20 22 home runs there uh I, what do you think about the batting average I'm not sometimes I usually don't even look at batting average I just do winker go with yeah I think he's gonna hit for a good batting average I know his he's he's gonna he'd be a stud in OBP leagues um he, yeah. he's, he's, uh, he has elite play discipline so he'd be like he'd be a guy I'd almost be like I play in a 12 team OBP league. He's a guy that almost push up like three, three or four rounds in, in that type of format. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, in the, in this format, I think, I think he's going to hit for a good average. I think he's going to be, a, I think he's going to be a positive in the, in the average category. Okay. Yeah. I like Suarez too. I think he's good easily 40 home runs. 
Hopefully. I think so. I, yeah. And I, I hope and if you can even play five or whatever, 10 games, I don't know how many it is for the NFBC. I actually should probably find out, but get that eligibility, get that shortstop eligibility, because I like to, I tend to uh, uh, double tap shortstop sometimes at the beginning of these yeah, drafts because, it, because, and uh, yeah, you did that. I like that. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, so you, you got Bichette and Torres in round two and four. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to do that because I think the shortstops dries up, dries up really quickly. And if Suarez is going to get me some shortstop eligibility, I really like that. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do have some players that I can slot back into third base. If, if I move Suarez to a uh, shortstop or middle infield, because I got bomb, I got crone, I got Vaughn, I got Segura who plays third. So I've got a lot of flexibility there that I could, that, that I can work with there. Now mm-hmm. talk about, oh. ta- ta- um, talk about Bichette and Torres. Yeah, I, um, I'm just old school, like uh, baseball HQ. You know, I like to grab my middle infield early. Um, uh, it, it dries up quickly. I don't want Alamis Diaz or uh, uh, Willie Adamas nowhere near my starting lineup. So definitely trying to grab one of those top shortstop, maybe like a Lindor. I usually grab Bichette. I love Bichette. I'm grabbing them everywhere. If not, then Corey Seager. Uh, and then come back a couple rounds and uh, get Torres or, or Bias, maybe. I, w- I want that power, at least 30 home run potential in their bat. Out of, out of the middle infield. That, the yeah. only thing is, that it, like the Torres and the Seager, and I mean, I like them, but it's, it's tough yeah. to grab a middle infielder that doesn't steal your bases. You're, you're a little bit ha- hamstrung when it comes to that. Um, yeah, that's why I like Bichette. Bichette's nice. Is, is, that, a, is that a baseball H, HQ thing? Like, you, I don't, I haven't... Um, read about that but is that something that they talk about just grab- old school from like early 2000s you know always grab one of those top shortstops okay because bluefield yeah. he's is he an hq guy yeah he's a he's a hq yeah i thought i figured uh, I, I thought so and he did he did mm-hmm. uh, tatis bogarts so mm-hmm. um yeah what i was thinking there I, I went cole woodruff to start off with in that in this draft and then i almost went bichette um or or bogart i don't know one, one of the shortstops instead of woodruff but um, I chose Woodruff thinking I could maybe get one of those shortstops on the way back. I knew it was going to only be one of them, but man, like they went quicker than I thought because the, I, I, I thought I would have my choice of at least two of them, but I, I was lucky to get Tim Anderson. Um, and then yeah. this is actually one of the furthest points I've seen Mondesi. Mon- Mondesi fall. Yeah. Were, were you yep. thinking, were you thinking about grabbing Mondesi at all? No, no chance for Montessi. Now I'm skipping on Montessi. Yeah, me too. What 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 are your yeah. thoughts? What are your thoughts on Montessi? Because I've talked about this with a the bunch of people. I think. Ooh. Yeah, I'm hearing. You know, um, I hear on the podcast. You know, Dave from uh, Rotosaurus saying maybe he might even bat like eighth or ninth or whatever. You know, he's just not. Uh, I just don't like his uh, uh, plate approach. You know, he's on base percentage. What like two ninety? Just I don't know and. If he goes down, you know, um, that's a, it's going to leave my team really messed up if a Montessi goes down because I'm counting for those steals. But I'd rather get like a Bichette 2020 or Corey Seager 30 home runs, zero stolen bases. But yeah, right. I, I didn't want no part of Montessi this year. The, the thing that sort of irks me with Montessi is that he's never played a full season. Like I think he has like mm-hmm. a, one season where he had 100 games, but and all of those seasons, like he was very streaky. Well, especially this season. So it's, it's sort of like if you're taking this season and you're using this for the, for your projections, you're taking like basically a month, which is, it's just, which is his good month and of August. Um, and 
using that like as a as a big part of his projections and same goes with other partial years so it's it's really it's a lot easier to to steal that many bases over a short period of time over those hot streaks because if you look if you look at history no one's had no one's had that poor of a slash line like in terms of his like even give him a 250 batting average which in my opinion is kind of stretching it and like his his OBP and your slugging like for, for someone to like steal that many bases and like get the countings get get it like 10 home runs even and and maybe like 70 70 RBIs and or 60 70 whatever it is like that's like basically unprecedented so it's like I, I feel like you're sort of cherry picking like like pieces of his season and using that like and taking the projections based on like his ceiling almost so I just don't have a good feeling about that. It yeah. doesn't like, I, yeah, I'm sure it could like, you, you, like you've seen him win leagues like twice or twice or three times already, but man, like for him to, for you to bank on a full season of that like consistent production that, he, that he's done, like, I just don't see it. Yeah. Right. I don't see what, it either. Do you, what do you think, Graham? I think I echo mostly like what you guys are saying here. Uh, I just brought up his fan graphs page and like, when we talk about drafting players this early, like it's good to think about like the different paths of value, like paths to value that they can have. And I mean, his is entirely in his stolen bases and I'm kind of a plate discipline snob a little bit. Like just, I like guys who walk. Yeah. Get on base. The dude has had, Oh my, like, like when I look at this, like this makes me want to vomit. It's like 4%, 5%, 3.8%, 4.3%, 4.7%. Those are his career walk rates. Like, I can't do it. I, I actually, when we were, like, before the show, when we were talking about guys who you'd, like, want to throw a dart on, like, wants just to own them. Yeah. His name ran through my head as something to say, and obviously I didn't say that because we talked about a different player. We talked about Liam Hendricks. But um, now that I look at this, like, this is why I haven't drafted him. And maybe I'll lose because of it. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Like I've said, I've said before where I've, I've, I've done enough leagues. I'm in a lot of leagues where I can afford to take a shot on him. Like I can, I can see, like I could see how he would win you a league and I could see the allure with an overall competition. Um, but I haven't done it yet. I'm sort of waiting for him to fall um, far enough. And in this draft, it would have been my he time fell, to take him. Yeah. But like, this is not the time to like, and then people talk about diversifying, like this is this is not like in the, like no offense to the TG, no offense to this draft and us the TGFBI, but like if I'm talking about diversification, TGFBI doesn't factor into my diversification because it's not for money. So when I'm talking about diversifying, I'm talking about like my other DC leagues. If I'm gonna dive, like diversification doesn't go through my mind in this draft because it's this is a free it's a it's a free industry league that's like independent of anything else in terms of when, when you when you talk about diversification so i always like i said i always said to myself if Mondesi falls in the third round one time i'll i might just grab him but he's not falling that far in 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 money leagues in the in the dc in the draft champions leagues maybe for a reason right maybe this is one of the things that you'll notice in the tgfbi that might differ from other leagues so um I don't know. I think, I think I might grab, I, I don't know if I'd actually grab a share of him in, in a, in a league, one of the, one of these leagues, but I'm starting to think not. 
Uh, just, yeah, we need like a Juan Soto and then Mondesi or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Or even Cole, a Cole Mondesi, and then grab a bunch of um, solid like Alloy Springer type guys if you can get them as well. Yeah. Um, and speaking of which, are there any players like that you don't have that you that you that you want that you haven't got this year that you want to get? Uh, I haven't gotten any of um, uh, the third base from uh, Boston. I forget his name right Devers. now. Yeah, I haven't gotten any Devers just because I know that I can get like Suarez or Moncada later on. But I, I do really want a um, Devers because I think he's going to have a great year. Okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think I think I'm the same way. I don't think I have a Devers yet either. Um, Graham, what about you? I uh, in any draft and holds or DCs, I haven't pulled the trigger on Alec Bohm yet. That bothers me. I have him in a couple of dynasty leagues, but Bohm just yeah. seems like yeah. a guy who could go off, and I'm uh, probably be sitting it out. Right. He's an um, OBP guy. He's a he's a great player in OBP leagues. I think um, for dynasty. Yeah, this is a different story. So he's going off around. Uh, I took him in this league. What was it? Eighth round. So like what around 120 ish. Yeah. Like he's affordable if you want him. I don't, I guess just the way I've built, I haven't gone that way. Well, look, I took him before Anthony Rizzo in this league. Um, TGFBI. Um, so I don't know. Um, guys we're talking about, we talked, we talked a little bit um, before and I've, do, I've done a lot of draft champions in the, in, the, in the later rounds that there's some guys that I want to grab that I haven't got shares of yet. Robbie Ray is one of them. Like he's looking good so far. Like if he pops off, like, He's a guy that I might want to have on my team. Um, some other later guys. I finally got a share of Siono uh, Perez. Oh, I, baby. I got my share of him. He's looking good. Similarly, there's uh, Jacob Allen uh, Bukoskis or J, 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 A, or is it JB Bukoskis is his name. He's on the D backs. He was, um, again, an, a, a, another Astros guy. So was uh, the Colonel, Siono Perez. Um, both the uh, Astros just keep like, they keep shitting gold because they just, they just keep like shedding or sh- I don't know, shitting gold, shedding gold. Just like they can't hold on to all these great players because they just had such a good farm system. Um, so they just might as well have trade them for, for guys like Granky and, and whoever. Right. But uh, he's, he's thrown four innings, nine strikeouts, four perfect innings and nine Ks. So he's, he's killing it. And um, yeah, so he's a guy that, and then their rotation's not, really locked and loaded by any means. So he's a guy that I'm looking at. Um, there's two Logans that are actually doing all right. Logan Webb, Logan Allen. Um, I just saw a blurb that uh, Logan Webb might be locked into the, uh, the fifth, uh, the fourth or fourth or fifth spot in that rotation. And he's done, he's done real well this year in the spring and then Logan Allen. Uh, he's also um, displaying a, I think a new slider. Um that uh, he's, I think, what was he? What would you say, Graham? Oh, he's uh 11 Ks, one walk through nine innings, right? Yeah, and he he's going. I I don't have the ADP in front uh, of me, 600s at least. Yeah, it's, same and, with all these. Both Logans are you can get them in the 600s, and Qual Quantrill's going like you know, a couple hundred picks ahead of him, and he might take his job. Logan Allen has already taken his job, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll break the news here. Logan Allen is a fifth starter on the Indi- on the Indians. You heard it here first. 
Yeah. Draft, the draft champagne original. Yeah. <laughs> Try, we're, we're following in Bobby Nightingale's footsteps here, breaking some news. <laughs> um, Graham, you, you mentioned another guy. I did. Didn't you? Yimmy? Who? Yimmy. Yimmy y- Nelson. Yimmy. Oh, oh, Jimmy yeah. Nelson. Man, Jimmy Nelson, Cy Young, 2021. <laughs> 20, are you sure 2021? You want to – that's what you want to hang your flag on? Is, I, this, I don't this, know. If, if there's a take to be made that's bold, man, he was so good before. I don't think he's actually going to win the Cy Young. I, oh, really? You I don't? Think, yeah, I, <laughs> I think if he uh, – he's a non-roster invite, and I think he's already taken someone's job. Like along the lines of your take there, I think I think he'll make the team and he'll probably pitch in long relief for the Dodgers. Yeah, definitely long relief. Get three, four innings there, which is See, quite the feat you, you given their ridiculous depth. Fan? What was that? You're you're a Dodger fan. What do you have you been following Jimmy Nelson at all? I just heard his name a couple times on the radio this year, but yeah, he's pitching. Yeah, I know. I haven't heard much about it. The Dodgers are so loaded. I I really, I mean, anyone can make the team. (laughs) Well, yeah, like um, Graham's been tooting his horn uh, for this whole week. So I I, honestly, I don't know. I haven't followed him much either. So I don't know anything. I don't, I couldn't tell you much about him recently, but I know I I liked him back when he was on the Brewers and then he, then he slid and and fucked up his shoulder. If if somebody out there in the ether wants to tweet at me velocity readings on him, because I can't seem to find any, I would love to hear that. And then I would double down. Yeah, we just we just looked uh, to see if uh, the game was um, on Savant. It wasn't, which is unfortunate. But I've watched his last two outings. Like I, I've just happened to be watching Dodgers games. They're on late, and I'm usually up late um, with us being on the East Coast. And he just he looks like just the way people are reacting to his curveball and his slider. He looks like he is coming for your money. Like he, wow. I'm into it. I think he's only given up like two hits in seven innings or something. He wants to steal your lunch money. Exactly. <laughs> Sweet. Well, he's a bully. Would you t- so would you would you uh, recommend him in like um, the seven hundreds of a draft champions league because you think you could probably get him? Yeah, I uh, I just finished a, a fan tracks fifty, and I didn't have a fourth catcher in the last last pick, the fiftieth round. Mm. So I took Manny Pena. Yeah, but if I had four catchers, I would have taken Jimmy Nelson, and I don't own him anywhere else. So you're saying if you were better at constructing your roster, you'd be able to get the player you wanted? That's pretty on point. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just messing. With I know, you. I know you are, but <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's get let's get back into this job, this um, TGFBI league now. Uh, Simone, talk about Degrom. You took him with your second pick. Um, are you like are you Degrom over Cole? Easy was that an easy decision for you? Uh, one uh, Degrom one A, Cole one B. You know, um, most of my drafts this year have been come from like the top six picks. So um, I'm going Degrom first. If he gets picked fifth, then I'm going Cole second right away. So I want one of those two right away. And if if Degrom stays healthy with NLDH and he, he keeps throwing like hundred miles an hour, like he's easily going to be the best pitcher in baseball. Yeah. But um, if all that breaks right for him, he's going to be like he like if you look at the projections, he's almost like a cheat code. He's, he's almost like the Wayne Gretzky um, of baseball. 
because if, yeah, I don't know if you, I've said this before on the, on the show that like in Canada, we am from Canada with, um, well, I'm sure anyone can play fantasy hockey, but in fantasy hockey, they were, they removed Wayne Gretzky out of the pool completely because it was unfair because whoever had him, like when he was in his prime, whoever had him on their team, just like, it was just like, they want money. Yeah. Easy. Like it was not even like, okay, shut down your league. It's over after the draft. Like you got Gretzky, it's done. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, the Grom like could be the closest thing that we see to that um, in, a, in a while, at least. And he just keeps getting better <laughs> each year. Yeah. Like I played in, um, I played in, um, in a we- kind of a weird roto league. Um, it was actually my first ever league. It's a keeper league that I'm still in with friends, with like work friends. And it's a seven by seven with them um, complete games as one of the pitching stats. So the, oh, the wow. it's a, it's a kind of weird. It's um it's a five by five with, with the, the added stats on the hitting end are walks and errors. So mm-hmm. like Jordan Alvarez is sweet because he doesn't make any errors because he's yeah. not playing the field. And uh, he, he's actually one of my keepers in that league. And then um, on the pitching, it's actually a seven by six. Um, so it's, um, so there's, those are the two extra ca- uh, hitting categories and the extra pitching category is complete games. So back yeah. when Roy Halladay, I've been in this league that last long, when Roy Halladay was playing and I never had him, um, he would just win you that league because he would just dominate the complete games category. Yeah, I, I think I saw a tweet that since, um, I don't know, tw- 2008, 2012, Roy Holiday still leads all of majors in complete games. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> doubt it. So I, in that league, like just recently, like I think it wasn't like long ago that I, like I had Kluber and he was a good keeper for me for a long time. And he was doing like, he was like the next best thing. And I'm like, I can't like, even like when he was sort of like the year that he sort of started to show some of his rust or not rust, but like he was, he was sort of going a little bit downhill. I had to keep him again because just like, he was so good for complete games because no one else got them. But yeah, enough on that tangent. Let's talk about your team a little bit more. Let's skip over, but Bichette, because we talked about him a bit. Let's talk about your third round pick, Mr. Randy Rosarina. The, Randy second. Macho Man of Rosarena. So here, uh, you know, I was thinking uh, maybe Kyle Tucker, um, Kyle, Macho Man also, Jimenez. I was thinking uh, who else? Um, the the White Sox outfielders also. Um, yeah. But I, I did I did want a little hybrid player there, and um, you know I did. I know this kind of sounds bad. I didn't want to pick an Astro there, so I went with uh, Randy <laughs> Rosarena. <laughs> yeah, who yeah I could have gone Kyle Tucker what? also. Breg, were you thinking Bregman or 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 who else? No, Kyle thinking? Tucker. I wanted oh, Kyle, I wanted Kyle, the yeah, top outfielder. Yeah, Kyle just Tucker. because my uh, early my early drafts, I noticed that uh, I was really slim on uh, the outfielders. I was mostly getting like Trent Grisham as my number one outfielder. So. I'm definitely trying to get a top outfielder now in these drafts. So, yeah, I was thinking Randy Rosarena, Eloy Jimenez, um, Luis Robert, Osuna. I was thinking Kyle Tucker. And just because I was drafting number two, if I really wanted Randy, I didn't think he was going to make it back. So I just picked Randy there. But I think I, he has some lightning in his bat. You set the min pick on Randy. Yeah, the, I know. <laughs> I just he didn't, he wasn't going to come back. So if I no, really he wasn't going to he wasn't going to come yeah. back to you. No, he like I yeah. I, I would say probably not. So yeah. get your guy for yeah. sure. And then yeah. you talked about get doubling up on shortstop. Then you then you went with Brandon Lau in the fifth round. 
Yeah, Brandon Lowry, just one of those uh, second basemen. You know, if everything works well and he gets those ABs, I think he does have like 30 home run potential there. Well, Matty Davis, my friend, been on this podcast recently, loves Brandon Lau. Yeah. So yeah, that's saying something. And then you wrapped around. You said you wanted you, when we t- when I talked to you, you said you wanted Suarez, yeah. but I, I snagged him from you. Yep, He's I still- went Moncada right after that. Just had that's- to go. Yep. That, you know what? I don't want uh, skipping on Chris Bryant this year, just you know, because of the last couple years. And uh, Noki Brian Hayes, just you know, Pittsburgh, uh, mm-hmm. not a good team there. So I felt there was a big drop off after Suarez and Moncada. So I had to go Moncada right away. Right on. Then you went with. Um... That was a hometown pick, the Max Muncie, uh, round seven. Yeah, I was actually thinking I have no shares of Alec Baum too, and I like Rizzo also, but. Max Muncy, um, I like the triple eligibility there. Right. And uh, TGFBI. Right. So you didn't. You only had one pitcher through the, through the first. What was it? Eight rounds. Yeah. Just Degrom. Now, did you did you were you considering taking a, a hitter in the first round at all, or were you pretty certain you're going to take a Degrom? Yeah. As soon as I knew I got the number two pick, I was taking Degrom no matter what. If he went number one, I was going to take Garrett Cole. Right. It just that's just the way I've been building my rosters this year. Um, I want those two aces, and then because it helps me just relax and just go all hitting the next couple rounds, uh, and then you know whoever falls round eight, round nine, I start picking them up. Right on. So you waited, yeah. and then you, um, were you getting were, were you attempted to, to take a pitcher any time in those in those couple rounds, or, you, or do you think do you see a good pocket of value where you grabbed? Um, uh, the pictures you did next, which were, you can let us know. You can tell us. Um, Lizardo. Nah, I just closed my eyes. I was going to go all hitting for <laughs> until I got my middle infield, my shortstop, and just, yeah, I was just going hitting. And then whoever was available after that, then I was going to start picking up. Do you feel like you yeah. can play play uh, uh, the fab or waiver wire game better with pitching than hitting? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not too good at fab, but... Um, yeah, I'm always good at just like uh, picking up just just like random streamers, and I, I just feel like I, I know when to to pick them. And um, I think it, yeah, I think I think it makes sense because you, like I, I felt that I felt at the end of this draft there there was a lot of hit, pitching left over. That like I, I in my queue at the end, like around twenty nine, around thirty, I felt like there's a mm-hmm. lot of pitching that I still liked, whereas like the yeah. hitting was like pretty much all gone. So I think. Yeah, if you're gonna I mean, wait, uh, yeah, you're gonna and, wait and I also want to, I wanted to take your your player there, Albert. I, I will say I wanted to pick him too, but I just had, I went a different way too. There was a lot of players still left, a lot of pitching. Yeah, there's like yeah, there's a couple of, like I didn't even really care by the end which pitchers I got because there there's mm-hmm. still like a lot of them on waivers that I, I still like. Um, now, do you typically wait on catching? Yeah, yeah, I uh, came into. I came into draft season and said, hey, you know, I'm okay with Ovar Navarez and uh, Kurt Suzuki as my two catchers. If that's what it has to be, then that's what it has to be. But uh, I guess my strategy now is like if uh, Gary Sanchez falls, then I'll, I'll pick Gary Sanchez because he has – I think he could, he's a good bounce-back guy. He has potential for like 30 home runs and stuff. So, so. I'm, I'm looking at Gary Sanchez, but he's uh, 
he slipped in this one, so I just picked him up. If I didn't get him, I was going to wait to the end. Right. Now, ooh, baby, in round 13, Andres Jimenez. You, yeah. You, I, this happened, this draft happened at the perfect time for you. Yeah, I've been getting lucky. Uh, <laughs> I've been picking Jimenez in most of my drafts, uh, thinking that maybe I would sit him like the first month because if he started, you know, not playing or in the minors. Um, but, you know, in the overall, I also wanted to lock up some steals. And I think he uh, he's easily 30 steals, Andres Jimenez. And now with him, maybe starting that shortstop, that just, I'm feeling lucky now. <laughs> Looking at my picks, I'm like, yeah, I probably would have taken Jimenez over some of the guys I took earlier. So that was, that was a great pick. And then you, then you got the, uh, then you double tapped your boys. Yeah, I, I do like uh, both of them together. I think uh, together, I mean, they can be like poor May, Aaron Nola, so. May and Gonsolin. Together. We're talking about <laughs> Dustin May and, and Tony Gonsolin. Yeah. The Catman, and then what do they call May? Code Red. Code Red, okay. Code Red, he doesn't like Big Red. He likes Code Red. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I, I think I'd, I'd, I'd rather Code Red, too. Yeah. Yeah, like I think that I think those are good picks, and I think they definitely uh, both of those guys definitely increased value as soon as David Price just reached out and um, said he's like, okay, I'm good for the bullpen. Yeah, and I think um, Doc Roberts he's he's going to have no problems finding innings for these guys. Uh, they're going to pitch, you know, long relief. They're going to spot start. I mean, Dustin May was opening day starter for Dodgers last year with the Phantom Kershaw IL to start. So. Like it's, I think it's so messed up that that what price like doesn't that just like make you uneasy about drafting David Price that like even even if like he still might start like man he's like yeah. okay like I could pitch in the bullpen if I if you want me to that'd be like me like like that'd be like I'd be like say I'm a CFO of a company and I go to like the owner and I say hey like okay I know you hired me to be the CFO you're paying me thirty five million dollars a year but like you know what if you want me to go like do accounts payable invoices. And just like like and like answer the phones and be, and be like the receptionist i'm good with that too like what do you think what do you think the owner of the company is going to say they're going to be like what yeah. are you talking about why do you want to do this i know he uh he skipped out last year so i haven't been getting no price this year because you never know what he, he might even skip out this year still time yeah i don't know i don't know i don't i don't trust that situation one bit so after that you went with jesse winker so you you're, I think uh, we talked about um, Winker and his batting average before we started getting rolling. And um, yeah. I think batting average, I think your team is really solid, uh, but batting average might be the one place where you might- Yeah, batting average. I, I, I don't know. I really, I know it's an overall, but I just don't pay attention to batting average that much. I, I just try to get a lot of power and uh, just try to get a lot of, of the guys I really like. So um the thing is your team, like, it doesn't really like in your, in the first couple of rounds, you don't really have any sinkholes for it. Like maybe Muncie a little bit, Mankata, yeah. like hopefully, hopefully not. Um, but, <laughs> but you have, you have enough guys that are just like, that are assets in the batting average category. But the thing is like, I think Winker is going to be good for you, but I, I like, mm-hmm. I, and, and Profar, but like, you did like, it, like it just shows you that it's really hard to find those guys later in the draft. Like you went with your other hitters are Jock Peterson, Randall Gridchick and Jackie Bradley Jr. Those guys, are going to be neutral at best, I think. Yeah. I'm thinking I drafted Peterson and Gritchick to kind of like platoon them at utility. So I'm just yeah. going to play the matchups there. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a smart idea. Um, yeah. And I, I do like the, like, I, I do like the, a lot of the, 
like the stabs you took at the end on like relievers. So um, talk about some of like the relievers you took. Yeah, just going to cheap with uh, relieving uh, in a 15 team. I just I can't afford the, the Hendricks and the, and the haters. I don't want to give up a bat. So I took uh, Jake McGee's pitching well. Uh, he pitched well last year with the Dodgers. I think he has a job there in San Francisco. And I took a stab at Hunter Harvey, but he got hurt already. So yeah, <laughs> uh, just going to have to work the fab. And um, Emmanuel Classe, uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. But, you know, they didn't say that um, James Karachak was a number, number one. So who knows? You know, he this guy's lights out. So just took a shot there. Yeah, I know. And, I then, uh, jo- and Jonathan Hernandez got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that day I drafted Jolie Rodriguez too. So just, uh, I don't think no one sold on Leclerc. No, I think that so. Jolie is actually a really, really good pick. Uh, that's probably my yeah. favorite one for like the cost of it. I think like you need two good closers or you need, you probably want two closers minimum. And like for, for what you spent on closers, you got Jake McGee and you got Jolie and you got Clace or class A and you got, yeah. um, um, and you got Hunter Harvey, like, and you'll yeah, play I would have liked players. like an Anthony Bass too, but I don't know when he went. Something like that. One of those cheap closers. Someone's just always some, taking to give me something to start. In every draft, you'll see someone take Krinchak in round, well, this in round seven here. Six. And man, I think that's that's a that's a big risk to take that early. Yeah, like we got nothing from them saying that he's the closer. Like that's like. Yeah, he might pitch like in the in the toughest situation in the seventh inning, so might have not even pitch the ninth inning. Yeah, I I I I thought he was going to be the closer right away, but then they're just they're not naming him the closer, so you got to back off. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, um, Graham, what are your thoughts on this? What do you What are your thoughts on on, on Simone's team? I I was really interested to hear your thoughts on Man Gonsolin because I like I just. I mean, you watch way more Dodgers than I do. Um, I just, I'm really curious how they're going to get the innings and if you're going to be able to get the innings into your team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think this is going to be a lot of phantom ILs. And uh, you're going to see May and Goslin almost start like right away, like at least once a week. I just, and even if they don't, it's going to be long relief, three, four innings there. And I think that the innings will add up, uh, and together those two make a nice package. I think with some nice ratios. Yeah, you you definitely like. I would prefer to get both of them than just take one. Yeah. I like. Yeah. I think if you get one, then you you're left holding the bag more often than not. Um, is TGFBI weekly or daily? Weekly. Weekly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the the other one, I guess this was in the outline, but what are, what are you, what's your takes on uh, Jordan Montgomery? Uh, Jordan Montgomery, uh, I really like jo- Jordan Montgomery. Just mostly, it's the eye test. I think uh, I, I like his uh, his approach, his makeup, and uh, he has a good slider. He plays for a good team, and um, I've seen him going cheap, so I, I, I do and. So far in spring training, he's pitched well. So I, I like Jordan Montgomery, mostly the eye test. Nice. Right. He's, he's like, he went, like, if you compare him to the, the money leagues, like, this is like ridiculous. 
um, in terms of how far he fell, like, what was it like 275? And um, yeah. I just couldn't convince myself because just not because I don't like him, just because I didn't do enough research on him. So I'm sort of kicking myself for not doing enough yeah. um, digging in on him. And I didn't want any shares of Mike Soroka too, but he just fell to the 18. So I'm just going to stash him for like a month. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe try and get those. Cause I'm, I'm low in, you know, wins and innings and stuff like that. But when Soroka comes back, hopefully gives me those good innings there. Right. So you're also in the Raslam, right? Yeah. Raslam first year, TGFBI Raslam first, first time trying best ball. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun drafting, uh, I'm just going pure power in Raslam. <laughs> Who were your first picks? Um, first pick, I got Kristen Yellick and uh, Trevor Story. Nice. One and two. So going for power. I picked 12 straight batters. Wow. Wow. <laughs> like that hitting is like, from what I've seen, hitting is the way to go. Um, yeah. But um, 12 straight, that's a lot. That's a lot of batters. Yeah, you were, you were like using the. I watched some of your videos on your Raslam picks. Mm-hmm. There, you were you were using Rhodes sheet, right? So you were exactly just basically trying to find the pockets and just hammer yep. bats until it was time to hammer. You said something I can't remember. It was about like comparing Yelich and Avi Garcia. Uh, I forget. I just freestyle it sometimes. <laughs> I forget what I say. Uh, you know, yeah, Yellick and Avi, uh, that's like a difference of like, you know, 300, 350 points from those two outfielders. And then, you know, the difference from like the Grom to um, a Glass now, they'll only be like 100 points. So definitely want to get those bats. And uh, yeah, I'm using uh, Derek Rose's sheet. Um, I asked actually Vlad Seller, hey, who's the best best ball guy? And he told me Derek Rose. I hit him up. I started using the sheet. It's real nice. And uh uh, visually, I can. It shows you where the pockets are with the colors and all that. It just—it's a real nice sheet. I like it. Sweet. Yeah. So there any talked about all the players you like. Is there any? Are there anyone? That, is there any players you're just like is off your board and you're like I don't want anything to do with them? Some of the players in the early rounds that you're just um, for whatever reason. Are we talking about Mondesi? Another guy I really never draft. I don't know why. I just never draft this guy. Is Darling Marte? I just. I don't know. I don't want to be, I don't want to draft them be the first year. He only gets like five stolen bases. He's right. getting up during age. So I don't really draft any Starling Marte. Um, skipping on Jose Abreu because he won the MVP last year. So I don't, I don't know if he can repeat. And in the pitcher, I know that Vlad is big on this guy. You Darvish. I don't know. Just, I don't, I don't know if he has that dog in him, that hunger, you know, when I, when he's like the number one guy with San Diego, everybody's going to be looking at him. So I don't know. I mean, I, I like uh, like Giolito better than than uh, uh, you, Darvish. I agree with everything you said. I don't have a single share of Darvish. I don't have a single share of Marte. And then who was the other one you said? Abreu. Uh, and I don't have any Abreu. Maybe one, maybe yeah. one. But those are those are guys I'm not taking for those for a lot of the same reasons. Darvish, I just think is you're drafting him at like his upside. He has all the, yeah. there's all the downside and none of the upside you're paying. Like you could break even on him. I think like, if you, you're like, really you're, you need to get him at the end of the first round um, yeah. most of the time. So yeah, he might perform like a first round player if he stays healthy and um, he very well could, but he could also get injured again. He's 35 years old. He has injury. He's a checkered injury history and yeah. um, they could go six man. They could start managing his innings. I think there's so many paths to, um, losing value on that pick and basically just 
one path for him to do exactly what he did last year with the amazing home run to fly ball ratio in his favor. Um, again, um, like, yeah, you could break even, but yeah, not a, not a, not a, not a range of outcomes I want to pay for in the first round. Right. Um, so anyone, anyone late, like, um, have you, have you done any draft champions leagues where like where there were the pool player pool was um, like 50 rounds? Yeah, I've done a couple. And then oh, yeah, I were, like um, you some of the guys the I like, league. I like uh, Davey Garcia of uh, the Yankees, just because he's on a good team, the, the Yankees there. He's pitching well in uh, spring training. We'll see. He may not get the fifth spot, but I think he'll be up eventually. Yeah. I like Davey Garcia. Um, I also like... Uh, Real late, Mitch Moreland is a good corner spot there in Oakland. Real late, mm-hmm. uh, I like my boy Kike Hernandez. I think he's perfect for Fenway there. I um, as a Dodger fan, you know he has that nice launch angle. He's going to be playing pepper with that Green Monster. I think he's good for twenty home runs this year. Really, there in Boston, I've been off. I, I don't know. I just I just see him as I, I think it's the perfect ballpark for Kike. Time. So and he's uh, batting leadoff too. I've been looking at the lineups. And then another guy, maybe like Chad Green of the Yankees, in case you know Chapman goes down or mm. gets suspended. Yeah, he's a guy that really should be moving up boards with the with the Britain injury. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Graham. You got anyone? Any new ones? We know we talked about this before. Any any new names to share? I'm trying to dig dig something up here. I already I already said a couple of mine that I'm that I want to get into a little bit later. Um, Man, one of them was Mickey Moniak. Like in these, not not in a, not like in a main event or a thirty round draft, but like in these seven hundred and fifty player pool drafts. Man, the guy's like, I remember I remember him being like this, like in like a small high school kid last time I saw him. Now he's like a he's like a beast now, and he's he's crushing the ball. And uh, Girardi said that um, he's I don't think he's a platoon guy. He didn't want to he didn't want to like do he didn't want to like mix and match in the bullpen. He wants to set closer. I think he like I think I heard that he wants to somebody to win that center field job between Kingery and Quinn. But now you have Odubel Herrera in the mix and you and you got Moniac. So Moniac's a guy that I grabbed in around 49 or 50 the other day that like we're seeing all this hype over wit, but Moniac could be a guy that maybe nothing, but yeah, I'm not sure Moniac will get time. I actually heard a really interesting take. I was listening to uh, Baseball America from like a week ago. Um, it was like Jay Glazer was talking about Moniac. I think it was Jay Glazer. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But basically the, they were saying if he hadn't been picked first overall, like the perception of him as a player would be so different. Like just because he was picked first overall and he was like a little high school kid and like the reason they did it was for signability and stuff like that. Um, So they didn't want to pay somebody a ton of money. Uh, The the approach to him and him, his development as a player would have been so much more patient. And like now is basically when you'd expect to, you know, see him get his grown man pro athlete strength. Right. Start hitting bombs, which he is, I think. Yeah, he's got uh, at least two from what I remember. And one was off a lefty that he like he's hitting like he's hitting the ball hard and far. Yeah, maybe maybe he doesn't get a shot this year. There's a lot of there's a lot of people in his way. Kingery hasn't been good. Quinn is not. We know he's not good. Um, Odubel is um, playing well, but you never know what could happen over the course of a six month season. And um, for to stash him away in round fifty, I'm fine with that. 
Guy, guy, I've been, I was grabbing way later, and he seems to have caught a bunch of helium and is now going earlier and earlier, but still probably won't be very good. Is Nick Pavetta? Yeah, me and Curlin took him in our tag team league. I think, he, I think he could be good. I like, um, I like him. He's going I'm, like, I think you're, you're going to need to, you're going to need to spend about a pick 450 on him if you want him in these DCs. Like he doesn't, yeah. he, he doesn't last, to, uh, he doesn't last after pick 500 now. Like he was before. Yeah. The cost like back when I was drafting him back in, you know, December, he, he cost literally nothing. Now you actually have to pony up some something for him. Right. I kind of have a hard time like just paying for Boston pitchers in general. I think it's because I hate Boston. <laughs> <laughs> but also like just that park and that division. But it's weird. Like I, I guess it's a bias in me. Like I'll pay for Yankees and Rays and Jays pitching, but I won't pay for Boston pitching. And I don't know what Baltimore is. <laughs> yeah, Baltimore. I think somebody, I think, um, what was it? Bruce Zimmerman is doing quite well in Baltimore. Who? Whoa. That's a deep cut, man. Is it too deep? I don't know. I've too never soon. heard of him. Too soon? Let's look. Um, yeah, Bruce Zimmerman. 10 strikeouts in nine innings. Um, no earned runs. One hit. So nine, nine innings, one hit. 10 strikeouts, no earned runs. Brucey Zimmerman. This just gave me a thought. Do you guys remember, like, Baseball Reference used to do uh, spring training stats, um, and they used to have a uh, quality of competition index. So, like, they would create – it was like a score out of 10, and it would – you know, it's like uh, Mickey Moniak's hit 10 home runs, but he's hit them all – like, he's hit – eight of them off of like double a pitchers uh so like his score out of 10 would be like six mm. whereas it's like mickey moniak's hit 10 home runs but he's hit like eight of them off clayton kershaw then his score would be like 10 no i don't remember i never saw that but that's that's that, that's an amazing feature that'd be that that's a great feature to to use if you were doing projections because i feel that's like a lot of the things projections miss is that is the the quality of competition yes, yep yeah, like they look at the park factors. They look at the, um, the like the the lineup factors, I guess. But quality competition, I'm not sure if they look into that. They might, but um, it's here. I just looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's a it's a a metric called OPPQUAL, and it it varies from yeah quality of opposing pitcher batters faced where one is rookie ball and 10 is full-time major leaguer. Hmm. I don't know. Something, something worth looking at. I don't know well, if you I'm can look like, into that after. scrape it. Um, but just when you said Bruce Zimmerman and I'm like, who the hell is that? <laughs> well, yeah, well, I wonder what, got, do they have opponent quality for, uh, for pitchers too? To have, to yeah. So his is a 6.4, which is between high A and double A. I, I don't know how like sticky and real this number is, you know, but. Right. Okay. Well, that's, that's interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll have to search that when we, when we finish here, but let's finish up on the, on, the, on our two for one segment. So, so Simon, we do, we do this segment. We've been starting to do this segment that has, it's called two for one and it's dynasty right. league, dynasty league trade. So I'm going to try and make, I'm going to try and make a, a hypothetical trade with you and I'm going to try okay. 
hypothetically you own Zach Plezak. I don't know what your thoughts yeah. are on Zach Plezak, but I want to grant him off your hands. And I'm going to offer you in this, in this keeper league, it's a 15 team Roto keeper league. There's like, every team's got like 15 prospects and you got a full bet. You got a full um, 30 man um, lineup plus bench. I'm going to offer you Nick Lodolo on the Reds, mm-hmm. right? Top pitching prospect, I think. And mm-hmm. Jordan Groshans on the Blue Jays. Okay. For Zach Plezak. Yeah, I'm creating. I'm creating Zach Plezak. I'm, I don't know what I. Zach Plezak has a lot of hype, but um, um, I know actually who Nick Lodolo is. I I played with him in MLB the Show. I know he's nasty, so I want mm-hmm. some of Lodolo. <laughs> so you're, you're, yeah, I'll, I, I, I'll take Lodolo. Oh, you're angry. I'm angry to grow shame. What do you do? Oh, yep. man, I should, I'll I should, take both of them. Oh fuck! I could I, I should have. I should have just offered. I should have lowballed you at first. <laughs> Graham, would you yeah. would you accept that offer? Nah, I'd take the MLB pitcher. Yeah, okay. Well, be a stick. That's how I think. Yeah, you're sorry. no problem. No, me, me and Simon are going to be trading for creating partners from now on, not you. <laughs> nah, that's fine. Forget, forget it. You get, did you have any trades for me this time, Graham? Yeah, I... I uh... I wanted to. I, I wanted in this hypothetical world for you to have Max Muncy. Okay. And me to offer deal. you deal. Brandon Nimmo and Forrest Whitley for him. Oh fuck. Okay. Well, that changes things. No, I, because I know I can get more from. Like, I'm not a huge Muncy guy in dynasties, especially if it's not an OBP dynasty. Are we an OBP or no? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think it through that hard. Okay. Well, for, I'm assuming not. So. No, I'd still decline it because Whitley, you never know. And then Nimmo is also a BKP guy. No, I decline. What if it's OBP? Still no, because like they're both good in OBP. Um, and I know I can get more of that. Like even if even if I did want that, even if I thought that deal was good for me, I know Muncie's value is higher than that. So I can get more than that. All right, you're right. So no, I'm not I'm not accepting your trade. What about uh what was the one? Chris Bryant and uh, Dustin May for Zach, please, Zach. Chris Bryant and Dustin May for Zach, please, Zach. In a dynasty? Yeah, Simone would do that. Simone, would you do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm getting my boy, Dustin May. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I would do that too, I'll actually. That. I, I, I would I would do that. I would, I would give up, please, Zach, for that because, like, Bryant, like, yeah, he has a shitty um, – savant metrics okay i get it but he's still young and he's a hitter like hitters are just primo and dynasty i'm not a huge may guy but he's got some upside if he figures it out um he's young too yeah i would take i would take that deal yeah i have no idea how to how to value chris bryant that was kind of why i was kicking that one around yeah no i would i would i would take a chance on brian in that scenario if if you hold him you probably don't want to sell him right now because it would feel like you're selling low but no, I would never try and trade out trade trade away Chris Bryant in a dynasty league right right now. Would, yeah, you're right. Just his value is too low. All right, so that's that's about all I had. Um, did any of you, did any of you have uh, did either of you um, have anything else to say before we um, close things down? What do you guys think of uh, Domingo Herman? Ended what? on this. I like it. Pitching good in spring training. Right now, uh, just you know, off off the field issues. Right now, I don't know. I mean, the the clubhouse too. You know, I don't. You gotta have chemistry there too. So I don't. I'm a little. Uh, I like Garcia right now, over 
Domingo, but he's a good pitcher. It's just, I don't know, man, too many off the field issues. I like him. I'd, t- I'd take a shot on him uh, where he's going. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of his on the field um, <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Not, I'm not, it's not my business is, is off the field stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of players that probably have off the field issues that we don't even know about. So I can't make myself concerned about that. No, Hong Rong baseball. Yeah. H O N. Thank you guys for inviting me. Um, you know, I just started, I got all this equipment, everybody's zooming, everybody's live streaming. So I wanted to try something, um, live streaming. And, you know, I just started talking about baseball one day and, uh, I didn't think anybody was going to watch, but I, I remember sitting in my office at the bank and, uh, just everyone talking about TGFBI. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad I started streaming like a couple of days before I sent the email to Justin Mason and I got in. That's um, awesome. So Raslam. So that's awesome. Wait, um, so people at the bank were talking about TGFBI? No, I was just oh. sitting at the bank. Uh, oh, okay. The corporate I, I, office I with my AirPods listening to the podcast, just everyone talking about TGFBI, you know, all the touts, all the experts and me, like I get a, I really don't know that many friends or, or, or um, co-workers that play fantasy baseball. It's always like football or basketball, or if it's mm-hmm. baseball, it'll be like 10 team or head to head. And I'm not really into that. So, you know, I'm glad that I uh, started, you know, messing around with streaming a couple of days before I sent out the email to Justin Mason. I, I want to go up against the best players in the world and all the touts and experts. That's, I mean, that's fun. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome that you, um, that you got involved and, um, Keep it up, man. Like, um, I just yeah. got a microphone myself, so um, I'm catching up to you uh, <laughs> in terms of your equipment. Um, yeah. So I think you're doing a great job, and I think um, keep at it. Keep drafting. ABD, always be drafting. And yeah. um, you're, you're – every- I love meeting, like, new people and all these experts, all these experts I don't even know. Like, uh, the Rotosaurus guys are great, Enrico Palazzo, all these guys. Derek yeah. Rhodes, uh, Vlad Sedler, I mean – just, just, I'm listed, having time on my all, life. Like you listed all my favorite guys, or yeah. but like all I love all those. Like those are those are good picks. Yeah, even the guys from TJFBI, Carlos Mercano, Ishigawa, Bloomfield, yeah. all these guys. Cool. Yeah, for sure, man. Graham, any last words? Nah, I was watching Simone's videos on YouTube though. They're dope. Check them out. Yeah. Yeah. I um, actually, you know, the thumbnail is black. So like nobody clicks on them. I don't want nobody clicking on them. I was just doing it to mess around trying to get into TGFBI. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Well, you might, you might become more popular than you even wanted to be. <laughs> oh, I'm a real, you know, uh, shy person. So, so we'll see. All right. Well, you did great. You did great today and, you, and you're doing great work all the time. So like I said, keep it up, buddy. Yeah. Thanks guys.
starts for us and here we are still fapping for our lives watching all of history repeat itself time after time i'm just a streamer i stream my I'm just a streamer who streams the Robbie Rays. I watch Plesak go down to Columbus. I'm seeing that Mize just got reassigned. I embrace for those who will outbid. Just a streamer, I stream my fab away, oh yeah. I'm just a streamer, advert as If we could trust a ground When will Brady Singer, Yates and Flaherty Be done I'm just a streamer I stream John Gray Away I'm just a streamer 